Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. The governor of Texas sent uh, 40 migrants on a bus to Los Angeles. 42 to be precise. Cue the squealing from hypocritical, phony baloney politicians, including Mayor Karen Bassetti. Where they just advanced the sanctuary city status for the city of L.A., they, just last Friday, they voted 12 to nothing to move forward the motion to officially make Los Angeles a sanctuary city. I guess that because Greg Abbott mentioned it, that got his attention. I didn't so know. Said, I didn't. Sure. I didn't know it wasn't official. I thought we were a sanctuary city years ago. Uh, but, uh, remember, but, the, well, uh, yeah, you can go way back to Chief Gates. Remember, we talked about this years ago that they had the some sort of uh, police city. policy. Yeah, some police policy not okay. to do anything but, about but, immigration. All right. But Friday, they officially finally. 12 nothing, shutout vote. We are a sanctuary city, and Greg Abbott says, okay, well, here's 42 more uh, migrants for you. How about that? Give them sanctuary. And Bass is squealing all over the place. Well, I don't understand. I'm not being hyperbolic here or, or uh, 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 trying to be satirical. What? I don't understand what the issue is. 
If you're if you're if you're declaring sanctuary, where well, here's here's some people who need sanctuary. You should be grateful that you're going to help them. She wasn't the only one that's squealing. Do you want to hear the quote from Kevin DeLeon? He called it callous trafficking of human beings for cheap political points. You, Unisys Hernandez said that Greg Abbott's not strong enough to meet the moment in his state. She borrowed from Newsom. Why don't they want to help people? Abbott well, then she said, but that's okay. Because all these people here in Los Angeles and California are more than capable of welcoming these folks. Then what's the problem? Why is it a problem? You say, you know, we, we want to take care of them. We're capable of taking care of them. We will take care of them. Well, then what are you, what are you pissed about? I, 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 I would like uh, an explanation. I but, think they're already gone, too, uh, from what I heard in the update. Let's go to Blake Trolley. I mean, gone from L.A. Uh, KFI News covering the story. Blake. Yeah, guys, several of the migrants that arrived in L.A. yesterday have since moved on to L.A. We're told several went down to San Diego. At least two went to San Francisco. And quite a number of them went to family relatives' homes in the L.A. area. As you guys may remember, the group was first taken to Union Station yesterday, then to a church in Chinatown. At both stops, they were medically evaluated. The group consisted of people from countries including Honduras, Guatemala, Haiti, Venezuela. I've seen some reports of Asian countries having haven't been able to confirm that yet. 16 children were aboard. Immigration groups here say many of the people reported that during their near 23-hour trip, they were not given food or water on the trip. Governor Abbott has since pushed back on that claim. I'll be uh, very clear. Uh, they had abundant uh, water and food supplies throughout the entire trip. Now, while that the group of migrants that was brought into L.A. yesterday, how, many of them have since left the city or, you know, gone to different parts of the city. Uh, we may very well see more migrants sent to L.A. soon. Greg Abbott characterized the group he sent to California as the, quote, first group. He says Texas buses migrants to self-declared sanctuary cities like L.A. to provide relief to its border communities and says Texas border uh, towns are overwhelmed and overrun because of Biden's open border policies. He says he's going to continue this effort. Effort until the border becomes more secure. So I think we could see this move made, uh, you know, more in the future. We might even see this in the near future, more migrants arriving. Well, let's can, like, ask you something. What is the human trafficking stuff if some of these people are going to live with their relatives? One thing I wasn't able to confirm, John, and it's something that I think is worth looking into, is how many people were sent to California actually wanted to come versus how many people were sent were deceived. We were just told a few minutes ago, California AG Bonta is looking into that. Were people deceived or were they brought over here you know, yeah. at their own will? That is actually, you know, now confirmed to be under investigation. Are right they going oh, to charge Abbott with kidnapping the way they didn't charge DeSantis with kidnapping? It's going to be interesting to see what they can do. And, you know, when you hear these reports that people's family members were coming to pick them up, you have to assume that some of them <laughs> did know they were coming to California and they had, you know, they were trying to arrange to get out to the state. We have heard cases, though, uh, where people had court case uh court cases for their asylum in other states. Notably, uh, one of the people brought over here uh, to California actually has an asylum hearing in New York. And this is a gentleman uh, whom I spoke with who does not even know how to read and write. He doesn't even know where New York is. You know, he asked us if New York is close by so that he can tend to his court case. Thus, if a migrant who has applied for asylum, does not get to their court case, they lose their case, and they're now deportable. 
I would imagine that case will be something that we see A.G. Bonta close in on. But again, we did we did hear other reports of people being picked up by family members. So I would assume that maybe some of them actually wanted to come to California or at least were trying to make plans to get to California. So it's the second uh, time now that there's some bogus story attached to make it look like these uh, migrants are suffering Uh, with the DeSantis trip to Sacramento. It was, oh, they were deceived until DeSantis produced documents that they signed. Uh, waivers that, yes, we know we're going to California. And and uh, there's video of them saying, oh, yes, I'm excited to go to California. And now today's bogus story is like, there was no food and water for 23 hours. Yeah, I, I, I mean, well, who starts these stories and who decides to report this nonsense? Yeah, so that's what we're being told right now from the immigrant, uh, you know, the immigration organization groups that are working with these people. That said, uh, once this stuff starts being investigated, I'm sure just like we saw in Florida, we may see uh, Governor Abbott provide some of this uh, information to back, you know, his move. Because there's Uh, no bus that can make it from Texas to Los Angeles. It would have to stop multiple times to gas up, which means they'd be able to get off the bus and get food and water there's no bus driver who's going to drive 40 people who are screaming about hunger and thirst and kids screaming about hunger and thirst that that's completely impossible on its face it's impossible yeah but yet and yet i i hear the it being reported as news all the time who does this I'll be curious to see what the investigation leads to, because, Greg, you know, we just heard it there. Greg Abbott came out and said, no, that's untrue. People were provided food and water. Also, everybody was medically evaluated. I was asked, did anybody seem to have any serious medical complications or be in any sort of distress from the trip? I was told no. So, again, all of this, we have to wait for the investigation to conclude. Or, like we saw with DeSantis, we would have to, you know, we'll have to wait. till It just quietly quietly uh, goes away. They, they all act hysterical because they know the media is going to amplify the hysteria. And then the, the story just dissipates and floats away into thin air. It's total BS. It is total nonsense. But you, you are doing a great job. <laughs> I can't say the same for everybody else in the media, but you are. Well, thank you, John. Well, thank you for coming. It's Blake Trolley, KFI News. Uh, Greg Abbott said that these uh, migrants are being sent across state lines because small Texas border towns are overrun and Biden refuses to secure the border. Which is fact. That's an absolute fact. Yes. Now, with regards to Sanctuary City, it's not so much that we welcome the migrants. Basically, what Sanctuary City status means, they're not going to use any city resources to enforce any immigration law. That's generally what that means. Right. So that means you're welcome to come here. We're not going to we're not going to try to have you evicted. Right. But these people wouldn't anyway, because they've already been processed at the border and given some sort of court dates. So they're not subject. Then why to deportation. But they're announcing sanctuary. And the, these people know what sanctuary means. Sanctuary means come here. We'll protect you. It's like if, if you're in trouble, you go to the church for sanctuary. Well, I think that's why these uh, cities are being picked out by these governors. Because well, they should be. What it also means is probably services there. There's a, a more and, natural infrastructure and there to are. welcome migrants. We have over a million illegal aliens living in Los Angeles. I think we even have an office of immigration. Or we immigrant. do. Yeah. And and there's four million illegal aliens that live in California. We have whole farming industries that are populated by illegal aliens. So if you were 
here illegally and you wanted to go to work or you wanted to get benefits, I mean, we give you free medical care, right? You get you you you, you get on the Medicaid rolls right away. So, of course, it's a sanctuary. Of course, California welcomes and and cares. And all these people have phones. They have phones. That's how they learned that the border was open. They can call anybody they want and say, hey, I'm being held hostage. No food or water here. They don't. There's no complaints in 23 hours. I just can't stand the lies that, that, that get reported by these fake, bogus, nonsense, phony news organizations. Honest to God. Uh, they have no food and water. That's not true. Think about it. You can, you, I'll give you 40 people and a bus, and you got to go tr- drive 1,500 miles. Tell me what happens. Man, no this is going to get water. only bigger because of Biden policies. And when we come back, we'll talk about other methods that the uh, cartels are using to attract the migrants to come to the U.S. A lot of social media is being used. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the air from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock on the iHeart app. It's the John and Ken On Demand podcast to catch up on what you missed. Uh, A lot of noise, of course, being made by L.A. city politicians over this migrant bus that arrived yesterday from Texas to downtown Los Angeles. Meanwhile, uh, Dippity-Doo can't seem to find any takers for his investigation of the migrants that were sent by Florida officials to the Sacramento area last week. Uh, He was on your buddy's show, John. It's going to air on Friday night. Alex Michelson's The Issue Is. Ah. And they're releasing some clips. And in this one, he claims he sat down with that one sheriff in Texas who has recommended some sort of criminal charges against DeSantis for those flights to Sacramento last week. Yeah. That's all he said. I He said, I met with him to compare notes because it's exactly the playbook that DeSantis and his staff used to send migrants to California. But that's about it. There, because there's, there's actually a picture of the two of them together, uh, Newsom and this sheriff. Yeah. That's proof, I guess, that he met with them. But that, that's all he can find. He can't there, find there, any takers there, because there is no case. There's no case. It's not a crime. No. No, no. Nothing Nothing bad happened. The, the, I, even the New York Times says migrants are often moved away from the border states uh, to places where they have court dates or relatives or whatever. They're always moved. Yes. What do you think? In this case, I'll bet you this group of 42 is kind of like shrugging. Uh, all right, I got a paper here, but uh, and hanging around in the border towns, there's no there's no think, services left. Do you there's think no hope for them you're, there? You're gonna have two million migrants living in uh, living in El Paso. I, I, I mean, I mean, well, think, they can't. They've think, been overrun for a long time now. But, they have to but, do something. See, that's what I'm saying. Think this through. And if you're the migrant, you're gonna do better by leaving because but, there's a chance that you'll get better services. The public discussion of this is so infantile. We've had two million of them come over. Where do you think they went? They're not all living in a Motel 6 in El Paso. Obviously, they had spread around the country. Obviously, they have to be bussed and planed out of there. If you're running Texas, if you're running El Paso, and you've got hordes and hordes coming in every day, of course you're going to put them on planes and buses to get them out. What else are you going to do? What else could you do with that that huge crowd? I, I, I mean, I'm just... I'm just flabbergasted by this. So they went to Sacramento. By the way, have you seen any of those people in any uh, form of media complaining about being bussed or flown to Sacramento? No. 
you hear no, any of these reporters went to interview them. Remember the Times sent the reporter to interview them, right. and there seemed to be some confusion about where they were going, but nothing outright outlandish. No, none of them were suffering. None of them were angry. None of them at, at all. They weren't. They weren't mistreated. They are given food and water. They're given a plane flight to a state and a city here that has been made famous for its embrace of illegal aliens. Four million of them. Do you know how many billions we spend on illegal alien care? From medical care to to uh, to food to um, education. I mean, have, do you have any? But see, most people don't know. So they just hear some dumbass, empty-headed anchor repeat uh, a canned political line by our empty-headed governor. Plus, if you're the group of the first 42 that came to L.A., that's kind of special. They did greet them. They were ready for them with services. Rather than languish in El Paso and all those border cities in Texas where people are camped out on the streets and don't know what to do, this is actually a great opportunity for you to be treated specially. Bass, <laughs> Bass admitted they had advance word that they were coming. The, gr- the group was moved to St. Anthony's Croatian Catholic Church in Chinatown, where groups like Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights, known as Churla, were sent to provide support. The organization said it got a tip about the group's arrival Tuesday night, and then they arrived Wednesday. Churla says it's been prepared for months. Prepared for months. No, it's just a lot of political theater. So all these we receive official screaming. Listen to this. Listen to this when you see a Bassetti opening or yap tonight. The Churla executive director, Angelica Salas, says, Our choice is to receive individuals with humanity, with dignity, and to provide them with information they need to begin their new life in this country. Other organizations assisting the group include the Central American Resource Center, the Immigrant Defenders Law Center, the Esperanza Immigrant Rights Project, and the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. So they get food, they get shelter, they get a priest, they get a lawyer, they get somebody to fill out the paperwork and guide them through the system. They get a chance to connect with family if necessary, to understand what what the court path will be. Exactly what what is everybody squealing about here? They're in this country... And they're actually taking care of them in Los Angeles. And Bassetti is squealing how hard, how, the inhumane treatment? What? Well, and she's helped out by the media, which makes it look like this is some but, sort of callous act of human trafficking. But they're liars. See, the bottom line is all these people in politics and in the media are lying to you constantly, all day, every day they're lying to you. They're trying to stir your emotions up. And get you angry at whoever they think the enemy is. DeSantis, Abbott. And you could hate DeSantis and Abbott for whatever reason you wish. But these are lies. These right. are absolute lies. And, and shame on any news organization that, that republishes and rebroadcasts these lies. Why don't you get your reporters to check these things out independently instead of repeating what you heard or read this morning on the local news of the LA Times. Johnny Ken show KFI AM 640 live everywhere iHeartRadio app. 
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Uh, you can pick up what you missed. All right, tomorrow we'll bring us back to the Moist line. You can still leave messages using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, guess what topic has come back around the John and Ken show? Gas Stove Wars. There have been two developments worth talking about. We talked about that story out of Berkeley, where apparently it was back in 2019. They tried to ban the installation of new gas stoves in new construction. Well, the California Restaurant Association sued. There are many chefs in the kitchen who believe that cooking with gas makes the food taste a lot better. They objected to this. 
The California Restaurant Association brought the lawsuit and they got stopped by an appeals court. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit said uh, you can't do this, Berkeley, because of the way federal regulations work on this particular situation. You're not allowed to do this on a local level. In fact, what Berkeley did, and one judge put this, that they took a, uh, a strange route, like a circular route to the same result. They knew that they couldn't ban natural gas products themselves. So the way they wrote it, they tried to ban the actual piping, which brings the natural gas eventually into the home. Boy. So they tried to be tricky about it, but can, can you imagine? Got stopped. Can you imagine that meeting? Where these uh, where these idiots are sitting around going, well, you know, really no way for us to ban ban the stove stoves themselves. I mean, well, what, what, well, how about the pipes? We just ban the pipes, then the gas can't reach the stove. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That, good <laughs> lord, that's what, the, what they got. This so... is what they do with their day. They invade your freaking kitchen. They invade your 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 cooking routines. Why are they invading your cooking routines? It's not their business not their business how you cook your food ah this is actually the energy policy and conservation act of 1975 but um the court ruled that uh, the way berkeley did this was not correct yeah so the development is the biden administration has stepped in and they filed the old friend of the court brief asking this to be reconsidered and to allow berkeley to ban new gas stoves and well, new construction. What, what is what is the uh, argument that these crazy people have? Uh, because you could file a brief saying, would you look at it again? But what's your winning argument here? The law says what it says. I know. I don't know. I, 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 I think they try to appease lobbyists when they ask for reconsiderations. They've hit a dead end. An appeals court said no. And so they, they don't know what to do, but they got these these act green activists screaming at them to do something. Uh, all right, well, I'll ask for reconsideration. It's not going to go anywhere. You're asking the same people. You don't have any new, new facts. You still can't. You still legally can't mess with uh, the gas pipes. What this means is that ultimately, if this gets appealed and appealed, this is going to end up being like another U.S. Supreme Court if they decide to take the if case. If they take decision. it, yeah. Yeah, they may just pass on it. Meanwhile, the House of Representatives, which included Democrat votes, 249 to 181, passed the Save Our Gas Stoves Act. I guess that's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Yeah. Um, with Along the same lines that uh, apparently there's a strong majority in the House of Representatives that doesn't like these ridiculous attacks on natural gas in the home. And we've explained many times before that the efforts being made by those who are trying to get rid of natural gas, they instead of going with the climate change route, they went with the unsafe route, trying to explain that you could poison yourself yeah. uh, with those it, fumes in your kitchen. Doesn't that show you that they're full of crap? Where they have to change their messaging? They have to try to frighten you that you're going to die? Who has died from cooking with a gas stove all their lives? Show me the bodies there. There's no, no such thing. Somebody wanted to commit suicide, but you just open a window and you can pretty much limit any of the hazards it's, if there is any. Nobody has ever died from a gas stove from cooking. It's never right. happened. It's a to another fake lie from the politicians amplified by the media. Everything we talk about, that's what it is. Somebody lies really loudly in public and then it gets amplified.
And people go, I don't know, maybe it's true. No, it's not true. You, you, did somebody in your family die from uh, cooking with a gas stove? No. Mine neither. Never has happened. Maybe their life was shortened. You don't know that. If they you, ended up with some sort of brain cancer or how, something. How do you measure that? Everybody's know. always claiming, oh, that shortens your life. That shortens your life. Well, it doesn't look that way. It looks like life expectancy keeps rolling along. Yeah, I know. And when people do contract things like cancer, we don't know what exactly, quote, was the cause. It could have been a it, mess of things. See, that's the brilliant game they play. Because we don't know why people die of this or that, you can say anything. And there are only responses, well, you don't know. It's right. And you don't know. But I'm not trying to restrict anything. You are. So if you want to restrict, you have to provide the proof. But they don't have any. Because there's no such thing. They're making it up. Not these pretty. these are religious fanatics with their with their ridiculous, stupid uh, global warming methane agenda. Just so yeah, exhausting. This comes from the energy department. That's who's been trying to push. Ugh. As obviously officials in California have the end of the Wait. use of natural gas in homes, and it would go beyond your stove. It would also involve your home heating system, whatever what? else you use natural gas. Forty percent of U.S. households do have a, do use a gas stove. When you that's have a number weasels in Washington deciding how you can cook your food here in Southern California, it is time for a change of government. These people need to be flushed out into the sewer system. It's not their business. What they're saying is false. They're making this up. This is just more proof they have exhausted all the things they want to panic over with climate change. Now they're down to natural gas, right? right? For and a long time, it was just a gasoline in your car. But now they've moved on to natural gas being right. a, a big offender. And, of course, cows farting. And we cows farting. That. And meantime, they are having no effect on the climate. None whatsoever. This is nothing but a racket. They have all these interest groups who do fundraising and pay themselves six-figure salaries in order to shout at politicians who get intimidated and take bribes from these activist groups to banish our gas stoves. It's just another racket like the homeless racket we've got here. All right, we'll be back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, coming up after 2 o'clock, we're going to talk to a New York writer. We mentioned him yesterday. He's uh, writing a memoir that's coming out soon. But he was uh, he put a column in the Daily Mail. As a gay man, I have no pride in Pride Month. LGBT bullies are threatening to fix us. And a lot of this is over the crazy trans debate that's going on now, particularly where it involves children and this idea of gender affirmation. You'll hear his take on this because it's a very logical one. And uh, we appreciate that someone out there is saying what needs to be said on this topic. So we'll talk to him after the news at two o'clock. Well, you know, even before George Floyd and the whole situation in Minneapolis, Minnesota, there was a story before that that got a lot of attention. It's come back around in the news because of a jury decision. This takes us back to April of 2018 at a Philadelphia Starbucks. Do you remember the story of the two men that apparently were sitting in the coffee shop for hours on end, didn't order anything? So the store manager called the police on them? Well, they were two black men. And that's what raised this above the bar of just being a, oh, okay, a shrug. It's because it was believed that that was a racist act. Well, the reason that this came back around in court was that a regional manager for Starbucks, 
who, as it turns out, was a white woman who had nothing to do with the decisions made in that store in Philadelphia to call the police and try to reject the two men. She was fired over this. And she was like, wait a minute, I'm not going to take this lying down. So she went to court to try to uh, uh, case against Starbucks uh, for damages. And it's it's eye popping. The total award is twenty six million dollars that she got. <laughs> I don't know if it'll stand up. I mean, a Starbucks regional manager, that would be quite a few years of pay. Uh, she won six hundred thousand dollars in compensatory damages, but they gave her twenty five million in punitive damages. This was a jury in New Jersey because they said that Starbucks fired her because she was a good white person to put up there and uh, to well, drop off the cliff. Well, you see, and you talk about changing stories. They also claimed that um, black store managers were being paid less than white managers. But that made no sense because the district managers... And that's she Shannon does not Phillips. control salary. She right. has no input on, on, on salaries. So Starbucks, again, we're in the same place, they lied. They made up a fake issue in order to please the Black Lives Matter activists. Yeah, they looked around and figured out who's the highest person anywhere we, close to where this happened that's white that we can, we, with, we can use as a scapegoat. And we, that's what they did to work. We have to sacrifice a white woman at the altar of equity. At yeah. the bonfire. That's what this was. This was like a, like a witch burning. Because Who's a white person standing around doing nothing with a title? Okay. We'll ruin her life. Oh, and she's she, regional manager. All right. So that has something to do with the Philadelphia Starbucks. And uh, yeah, let's get yeah. her. Let's Can throw her that? off. She's got nothing to do with the original incident and nothing to do with the fake charge they made up later to justify the firing. Well, you're, you're paying black and white managers differently. No, she's not. That's not her job. Oh, she should get twenty twenty-five million dollars. She she got one hundred and twenty-five million dollars, so that nobody ever does this again to anyone else. This is Starbucks folding because that the, the, oh, the mob the, came together. Yeah, the activist group said, uh, "Now we're after you." Look at that. We always knew that Starbucks is a place for the wealthy white people and their coffee. Now you made it clear by throwing out two black men. You better start firing people. So they looked around and said, well, we can go regional manager here. It's a white lady. And they, they bounced yeah, her. Yeah, well, I know. And, then, and I'm glad she didn't take this sitting down. She fought this in court, and she won this big, big award. And she should. And by the way, was that whole, was the original incident some kind of setup? The, the, uh, you have two guys who come in, and they won't buy anything, and they're sitting there for hours? I mean, well, that makes you wonder, all right, was this a test? To see, is anyone going to tell us to leave at some point? And, you know, did some organization set them up? I'm I'm really so skeptical of everything now, because well, why would you sit in a place for hours? You ever you ever done that? You ever gone anywhere where where they're serving food or drink and you sit for hours, hours, not twenty minutes, right? Well, hours. Starbucks are different. I see people in there with their laptops who were in there all day. Maybe they have one cup of coffee, but, but they had no. Honestly, cups of coffee. that's the place that's always <laughs> puzzled me that but, people do that still. Yeah, uh, I, the the. the uh, the pandemic kind of wiped some of that behavior out, but they're still, they've come back in many places. But hours? Oh, yeah, hours. Oh, yeah, I know they're in there for hours. You can tell that they, they bought their backpack, they got everything in there. It's like a library. No, I'm them. not disputing that, but, and they don't order anything the whole time. Well, maybe so, one cup of coffee will last them like six hours well, and they sit there. They, well, they, here's another thing. It said they refused to make a purchase 
and refused to leave. I think that's a setup. Oh, you think it was a setup? Yeah. That may very well be. They were trying to because, see what would happen. Because suddenly they, they were ready to sue? Suddenly they had a whole organization ready to back them for a lawsuit? Well, well they did get money from Starbucks. So oh, of course they, they did. They ultimately were paid. Right. So was that a shakedown? They also used testimony from a district manager who actually was responsible for the store where the arrest took place. That happened to be a black person. That person didn't get fired, but actually said that her supervisor, this would be the regional manager that filed the lawsuit, worked around the clock after the arrests and she was beloved by everybody. Nobody could understand why this happened. It was merely the case of a corporate decision by Starbucks to throw out the largest white body they could. Yeah, it's hysteria. It, it, it is absolute hysteria that has gripped corporations from coast to coast. That's why you see all these activist campaigns for every possible uh, woke issue on the planet. planet right. Yeah, that's why. And that's when you run into a Bud Light situation or a Target situation, because eventually people have gotten fed up with all the wokeness being shoved down their throat with people, innocent people being sacrificed. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to a New York writer who had a column in the Daily Mail that got our attention. He's also got an upcoming book, but he's not happy with this year's Pride stuff. And here's one sentence he wrote. Today, LGBT Pride marches arm in arm with radical ideologies who contend there is no such thing as biological sex. All right, so we're going to talk about that, particularly where it comes to young people and all this idea of gender and for affirmation and trans. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.